two, one. Welcome back to part two. Part uh, two. Literally just wrapped up part one about 30 seconds ago, but we're here with part two. Still got Pastor Mark Messer here with us, Father Mark Messer, brother, pastor, <laughs> man, whatever you want to call him. Listen to part one, you'll understand it. Um, so these going to be, the first part was four questions. If you haven't watched it or listened to it, you can go listen to it, watch it. Um, but here's four more questions that mm. I think are going to be good as well. Yeah. So we kind of went with the topic of relevancy yeah. in, in the church and uh, we want to get deep. I mean, we don't want to be too controversial, but we, yeah, yeah, yeah. we want to push it a little bit. I, dude. I, I look I, just to make sure I was on the same page. I knew what I thought it meant. I looked the word up. I said, "Okay, what are they really asking me?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, you think yeah. maybe some other church leaders, and not just our city, but anywhere that have gotten kind of comfortable in ministry, mm-hmm. maybe they'll listen to this, and this will kind of, you know, poke <coughs> them a little bit to maybe I don't know, move, do something besides the same thing every week. This sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. All right. So, question number one: Is the church, and we're talking about. The overall, body, yeah, overall, the yeah. Big C Church. Is it relevant today? All right. So I guess you can kind of approach it from different well, areas. Well, but answer that, Miles. You tell us. <laughs> what? What? I was going to put the question on you. Yeah. Yeah. What's so, so, what's you so what do you? Let's what do you get. Do you let me get our feedback off of yeah, you before here. Before, yeah. <laughs> before we throw me out there, let's let's all Miles jump in. Miles wrote these one. questions, so we're going to. I just want to um, know. <laughs> you, you know, there to me, rev, relevant is. Um, it's meeting the the purpose for which it was created, um, and that's really um, it's really sk- sketchy on some scales because we meet the the requirements for what it calls us to be a church. Mm-hmm. But if in part one we talked about the kingdom, yeah. if we're not seeing the kingdom be produced, have we fooled ourselves? Because what we look like looks healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just because something grows doesn't mean it's healthy. I mean, cancer grows. You can lay a piece of bread out, mm-hmm. and before long, it doubles in size because of the fungus that's on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fungus yeah. among us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I believe that it's possible yeah. uh, with anything. So we find things that we think, uh, oh, this works. So we stick to it to the point that that becomes what we do mm-hmm. instead of what we've been called to do. And... Um, if we're not equipping the saints, are we even the church in the first place? And everybody mm-hmm. says, yeah, I am, yeah, I am, yeah, I am. Yeah, Listen, one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm church, yeah. I, you know, here's the thing. Uh, when you, this is weird stuff. I'm not a sin conscious person. Like I'm not up there every week. Pre- do I s- preach on sin? Yeah, I don't have any problem addressing it. Mm-hmm. I have a better me. I have a more, I'm more, um, uh, what would the word be there? I'm going to see better results if I talk to you about those situations, me and you. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm not going to take my my opportunity to pour in people's lives and just talk about, listen, sin is the easiest message we'll ever preach. Everybody bears witness. You have a flesh. Mm-hmm. The, just because you can make everybody in the church say amen and feel like, crap, I need to get my life together. Yeah. Telling me what not to do has never helped me. Show me what I was created to do helps mm-hmm. me. So the church being relevant, if we don't open the door for people to see what they were created for and we only show them the things they shouldn't do, yeah. you know, and I'm not saying every church, I'm just saying my own yeah. personal things of church that I experienced even growing up. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I thought if I even thought about something, I was going to hell, <laughs> you know, and didn't realize this whole time I was growing up and didn't know what I was created for. Mm-hmm. And, and the word is full of what we're supposed to be doing. So in order for the church to be relevant, are we creating people? And this this is touchy, 
that look like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And if not, are we relevant? Do you have people in your church? That I, I, we've been there seven years. Do you have people in your church that's been there for five years and their life hasn't changed? Mm. What about 20 years? I grew up in that. Mm-hmm. 20 years later, nothing has changed other than I know how to tithe and go to church. Man. So I grew up in stuff where a lot of times they kept people dumb. Mm-hmm. Because if you're dumb, you're dependent on somebody. I don't want anybody dependent on me. I want you dependent on him. And my job is to introduce you into him mm-hmm. and how you can grow in this with me. And together we do more because now you're equipped. Yeah. So that is, uh, you know, is, yeah. it, is it relevant? I think it can be. I think it's supposed to be and it should be. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yes, some are. There again, there's many streams, one river. Mm-hmm. If I say I'm the only one doing it right, I fooled myself, you know. Um, the flesh is so sneaky, he'll even allow you to do things that look godly as long as you don't really connect. Mm. And I'm afraid sometimes with the church that we do that. We we look like we got something. Jesus uh, was walking down the road one day, and from afar he looked at a fig tree. And it looked like it. he was hungry. The Bible mm-hmm. says he was hungry. And it looked like it was going to offer what he needed from a distance. But when he got there, it didn't have it. How many churches look like we offer, but when people get there, we really don't have it? That's heartbreaking to me because I don't want to be a person, for one, Mm -hmm. much less my church, that if Casey really needs something and he comes to me, that I can't give it. I I don't want to be that person. I have no desire to look like I have something I don't have. I want him, Mm -hmm. you know? And... um, which is scary to think about that peril because then what he did? Uh-huh. Didn't he kill the fig tree? Killed it, man. So do you think, is that relate? You think that if a church ain't bearing it, it's doing something like that? Well, he he, just... He's coming back for, you know, the, the word says a bride, mm-hmm. which is his church. <clears throat> Spot, wrinkle, or blemish. And um, Paul gives a lot of detail on what the church is supposed to be doing, what it should look like. Yeah. A lot of that stuff, we've, we, we undermine it or we neglect it because we don't understand it. When the Bible says pray for wisdom, and I believe we can understand, Paul talks about he unlocks the mysteries. Mm-hmm. I don't believe there's anything in the Bible that God's just trying to keep from us if we really go after it. Yeah. But if it doesn't fit what a lot of people think, we're allowing, here's what we do, we allow people to come in and be part of us and don't ever care that they truly repent, which means change the way they think. Mm-hmm. So you can think the way you think for the rest of your life and you can join us. Okay, come join us. Here's what's going to happen at Summit Valley. You're either going to start changing the way you think and considering yourself to be more purposed in life than what you just every day look at, or either you're going to say, maybe this ain't the place for me. Yeah. And, and, and the reason why I say mm-hmm. that so comfortably is because I'm more concerned that you discover that you have purpose on your life and that God literally sent Jesus to pay a price for you because of the value that you hold, that you are the avenue God wants to do things through. I'm more concerned that you discover that then you ever just find a seat in a church and just be comfortable and never become anything. You know how I know Mark is so passionate about that, the purpose? Yeah. It's because he's been saying it ever since we was in the youth oh, yeah. with him. I mean, he's, yeah, I'm a man. I, he's, he wants this message to be clear to people. I, yeah. I, 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 and I could that. go on. That, that's, I love that. Purpose, yeah. I can preach purpose yeah. in my sleep. Mm-hmm. I believe in the purpose of people. I, often I tell people this, uh, even in counseling and stuff, I was sitting with people. Was, Don't make me believe in you more than you do. Mm-hmm. You know, because man, the whole world, the Bible says, is standing. One translation says, standing on his tiptoes, waiting for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed. 
all of the world, your dogs, your cat, your trees, everything is waiting for us to become what God paid the price for us to be. And most of us have just become a member of a church. Mm. I don't even have a membership. Yeah. <laughs> I've never even done that. <laughs> I'm like, what does that even look like? How do you, is that paperwork? Yeah, we'll <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. But mm. um, mm. Question two kind of ties in with one yeah. a little bit. Um, and this one can be, we're not trying to attack anybody no, or no. Um, whatever. I got uh, an easy answer. We'll make this in quick and easy. Uh, I got an easy one for you. So, um, <laughs> Number two. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, Number two. Yeah. Are all churches, and I'm talking about the church on the corner, yeah. all the denominations, relevant today? And that's different from the first question because we were talking about the church abroad, and I think mm-hmm. you answered that awesome. And, but this one's talking <coughs> about, like, the actual building, churches, that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump to just the word denominations. I'll say this first. Mm-hmm. I said this earlier that the whole world would know who he is based off how we love each other. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, um, denominations separate us. They, so if you ask somebody, you know, go on Facebook, yeah. religious view, mm. Baptist, Methodist, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever the rest of them are. You know, <laughs> it's, it's a bunch of them. And so we begin to label ourselves, I am a Baptist. When literally, if the whole world is waiting for the sons of God to be revealed, why can't we say, I'm a son of the Most High God, Mm -hmm. full of purpose, full of life, Mm -hmm. ready to do what he created me to do. So to go back to, if the whole world is going to know who he is based off we love each other and we create these things called denominations that separate us, what is the world? And I'm just coming from the point of someone who does not know God looks at the churches today. Let's just say somebody was on an island reading the Bible and they come out of that island and they step into America today. They say, man, I've been reading about these things called churches. And they start looking at them like, well, Baptist, well, and, and I've asked people. I went through a thing one time. I was doing kind of like, what do you guys do? I was doing a little survey and I said, uh, so what do you believe as this denomination? Mm-hmm. And the majority of them would tell me what they don't believe that another denomination mm-hmm. believes mm-hmm. more than they would tell me what they actually believe. Mm-hmm. They probably don't know. They probably just know, well, we don't sprinkle water on our baby's heads. We don't. And Man, that's it. dude, we had a baptism one time, and I just filled up a pitcher of water and just poured it over somebody's <laughs> head. I was like, we don't have a baptism. I was like, You know, and I'm just like, whatever it takes. I mean, I, you know, so if, if the picture that we begin to paint is what we're not more than what we are, mm-hmm. how will they ever see who he is? If I paint the picture of my life, let's just take the church out for just a second, mm-hmm. and the only thing you say, who is Mark? And I say, I'm not this, I'm not this, I'm not this, I'm not this. Did you ever discover who I was? No. If me telling you who I am will automatically tell you who I'm not. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if we get a picture of who we're not more than who we are, that's where I think. So when I when I see this, are they early relevant today? Man, I, if I had a prayer that I wish, 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 wish could be answered, it's just my thing. I wish every denomination could be broken and church could come together and be church. Mm-hmm. Will that ever happen? Man, I don't know. Does that saying that they're all wrong? No, they're not wrong. If you take a grain of sand of truth, that's enough to build a whole denomination on. 
but it takes every grain of sand to make a beach that we can walk on. Mm -hmm. it, it's going to take a bit of what every one of them offer to make what it is we're actually looking for. We're all, the kingdom is supposed to be all of us. Yeah. So I just wish we could have that big pool of nobody knows the difference of anything other than that's a bunch of people that love Jesus like crazy. Mm -hmm. you know? That's good. So you want me to go into the third one? Yeah. All right. So this one is uh, a little bit, it's kind of hard. After I was reading and do some research about uh, the decline in attendance of uh, people in churches. And uh, I was looking at a study from Barna and a study from Pew Research Center. And that was from, these were from last year. So a study showed that 18 to 35-year-olds, um, 54% attend once a month. That's yeah. us, our age. How many times yeah. do you go to church? I go more than once. I probably go two to three. Uh, you're probably about three to four. Hey, <laughs> Mr. Perfect Attender over there. <laughs> and then the other uh, one I was looking at is um, it went from a church attendance, and I believe this is a broad, I can't remember uh, exactly, <clears throat> from in 2007, for, uh, 50, 54% church attendance to... 45 in 2019 just a decline in church yeah. attendance um why do you think there is a decline in attendance have you seen well have you seen it yeah and yeah why do you think there is yeah i've seen it experienced it just in church and hope because like i said we're connected to a lot of churches and you start doing this i think um this is uh i believe scripturally i can kind of back up what i'm saying but even opinionated i'll say this if if the goal is to start a church that's one man, two man, three or four man staff based. This is what makes this happen and makes this run. Then no one has anywhere other than saying I'm an attendee. Mm -hmm. Come on, this if you grab what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Other than saying I'm attendee, I am an attendee of this. I'm not actually part of the overall movement of being mm -hmm. the church. The, the church is for the equipping of the saints, everyone being equipped to do the work that needs to be done. Yeah. When we create the pastor as the top, top of the totem pole and a staff, and this staff takes care of 100 people, 200 people, mm -hmm. then that is what you either sell out to become one of them, because if you're just an attendee, mm -hmm. huh, who cares? They're going to function if I go yeah. or not. You know, and so I, I, I would hate to create an atmosphere where people didn't think they could be part. And that's I think that's what, but it goes back to this. We've created church outside of what I, I think the original plan is this. In the garden, he created mom and dad. He created family. That you're so connected. Nobody has to ask you to go home to your wife. Yeah. Nobody. You know, and when you do have to ask somebody to go home to their wife, there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you have to ask people to come because they're not wanting to come, why can't the church take responsibility and say something's wrong? Yeah. Well, that one's hitting hard. Was Bam! Like, <laughs> well, when you say, like, when you said, like, intendee, I think, you know, you go to a concert, you're attending the concert. Mm -hmm. But when you're watching it, like, in my head, I'm thinking, man, I'd love to be a part of that. Yeah, I want to be, be in the band. You go to a concert, you see your band, you see them once or twice a year. But if you're a part of that, you're yeah. going everywhere they're going. Mm -hmm. And the body of Christ was meant for every person. Mm -hmm. I don't really see, when I read what Paul's talking about, and he's talking about the church, 
that he's saying, okay, there's only a select few of you that's going to be able to be part of this. The rest of you are just going to be attendees. Yeah. Mm. I don't get that. Uh-huh. Everybody should be equipped. Mm-hmm. That there should be multiple pastors. And those pastors, and, and this gets into some maybe some theology type stuff, that there's the seed of a pastor mm-hmm. who helps people who have the call of pastor on their life to become pastors as well. So I'm not creating a church. I'm creating a group of people that can do what I'm doing when I leave. Yeah. I'm thinking 400 years down the road. I'm not thinking tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not thinking next Sunday. I'm thinking to my kids and my grandkids and my great-grandkids have something that's so real that looks like heaven that they never want to run from it. Yeah. I don't want to see that this is something that break away from easy. It should break our hearts to pull away from it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, my, I have a long-term vision. You yeah. know, what is this thing really? Because ultimately, I'm trying to create a place that God says, there's my kingdom. Yeah. You know, and people are supposed to be invited in. Now, is there order to that? Yes, there's order. Can anybody be used? Yes, but is there structure and order to that? Yes, there is. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, you can't just let anybody come in because, I mean, everybody would. But at the same time, if you're willing to go through a process and be equipped and be ready and show that you're ready to do this, man, let's all jump in. The whole church should be able to. A, a good leader works their stuff out of a job mm-hmm. that if I'm not there, you shouldn't be able to tell that I'm not there. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing my job at the church right and I miss a Sunday, you shouldn't be able to tell it. Yeah, Everything should yeah. function. Um, you know? And if you're a pastor listening to this, you think, well, how do I know if somebody's just an attendee or not? I would say, well, pick somebody and look. If they just come two or three times a week and that's it, or look and see if people, are they wanting to serve or they wanting to volunteer mm-hmm. somehow? Because that's how you know somebody loves what they're doing. They're passionate. They want to be a part. They're like, hey, I'll serve here. I'll do this. I'll do that. Or they just come. Uh, I'm out for this week. I'm in this week. I'm out this week. Yeah. Um, you know, we um, just show you like on a worship scale right now. Um, my son plays, you know, all kind of stuff, mainly mm-hmm. drums right now, but he plays keys, guitar, everything. So my wife plays keys. They sing. We have some singers, not many musicians. We've had musicians before. Musicians are easy to get if you don't offer any responsibility. But <laughs> when you start saying, you, I want you connected. Yeah. Then there, you know, a youth pastor is easy to find if you say, "Here's a position." <laughs> but if you say, "I want to make sure your marriage is healthy too," mm-hmm. now you're out. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. And I'm more concerned about that than I am. Yeah, the true. position being filled, mm-hmm. and um, so that it's a challenge sometimes there because people would just they want the thing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, I want him, and I want you to get yeah. him, and out of him, everything flows. That's you know. Yeah. Um, I think too another thing about declining attendance, I'd say one is. Ever since, uh, I feel like a lot of churches are online now. You yeah. sit on your couch, watch the whole worship thing. You can watch the video announcements. You can watch the message. So you wake up and say, well, I'm going to go drive 15 minutes to church. I can lay in my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two, man, I've seen it so big. I feel like recently is uh, travel sports with kids. You know, it's all weekend stuff. And so yeah. parents will sacrifice anything to make sure their son or daughter is playing that. Even Sunday morning, they said, oh, church is just a second. Yeah. We're going to this ball tournament because mm-hmm. my kid's about to be professional. Oh yeah, and so they there goes that standard in their family. Well, what's supposed to be important for us back burner because we'd rather do this. Yeah, and then your kids see that. I feel like, but here in the, the way that it should be presented is this church, this body, this what we believe is so important. If we get this right, the other stuff will happen. Yeah, but instead, like you said, it's easy. They sit at home and they watch it mm-hmm. because why? They all they're gonna do there is the same thing they're doing here. Is they're watching something that yeah. they're seeing instead of something they're part of. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said. Who is my mother, father, brothers? Those that do the will of the Father. What yeah. is God's will? That we get equipped and do this thing called life, and we help other people do it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that's good. That's good. Uh, so number four, 
just kind of tying all this together. Yeah, you really, you've answered, you know, part of it, but I want to kind of reach the second part of it too is, uh, one is how can the church be more relevant? And Mm -hmm. you've answered that really, really great. That was a really, that was a really hard to say just then. Uh, and then how do we appeal to the rising, uh, generation? And And with that real quick, do you get the question a lot? Well, how can we reach more younger people like you? Like I get people, uh, like even a group we're in on Facebook is about it's creative people mm-hmm. like churches and now uh, there's I feel like so many times people say hey do you have any ideas how we can reach younger people in our church and the people are always asking that question which I guess kind of goes with the appeal to the rising generation. I think the reason why people ask that question is because they think there's something that we're gonna do yeah. mm-hmm. outside of Jesus that's gonna work. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool with methods. Mm-hmm. I told you earlier. I'm like I'm so not into this computer stuff. Yeah. That's not you know it's yeah. just not my thing. Mm-hmm. I agree that we should have it. It should be there. But if if you have truth, absolute truth, that grabs a heart and squeezes it. That's going to be appealing enough, I feel like. Yeah, and here's the other thing is, is when we have the truth, but we also have the opportunity that this is something you can be a part of, it's family. I, I said it a few minutes ago. Nobody has to ask Casey. Nobody. You don't have to ask mm-hmm. Miles. Like, you go on to your wife, I don't think I'm going to go see my wife tonight. <laughs> They're going to want to be part of something when it becomes so real that you fall so madly in love mm-hmm. with this man named Jesus yeah. that you can't shake it. You can't run away from it. You know, I said earlier about work. I, everything I do is I do it so I can do that. I have learned that I can't do anything but what I do. So I do everything to make sure I get to. Yeah. I, I don't I don't have uh, outside of, you know, I'm a per- purpose outside of purpose on what I do right now. My whole my whole life is based off of I'm so into making sure that everybody else accomplishes what they do. I feel like that is my purpose mm-hmm. to make sure you understand that you have one. Mm-hmm. And when you, I think when we really push that out there, and the younger generation starts realizing the value of themselves, that God loves you so much and created so much purpose and destiny for your life, and that door gets kicked open. I don't think we'll have to be. I mean, relevancy is going to come. You're going to have creative. You're going to have some hip stuff in there. You're going to have all these things because the door is open for it. Mm-hmm. You know, but if they don't feel like they can do anything more than just, uh, you know, show. And then, well, only if you're talented in this area, yeah. you'll be able to do mm-hmm. that. No, 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 no. Everybody has purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, and if we tap into everybody has purpose, then we just kick the door open for everybody to connect. And... Um, uh, I'd, I'd hate to overlook, this is one of my things, I'd ho- hate to overlook the cure for what's going to fix things. Let's say the cure for cancer, I believe in healings and miracles. Mm-hmm. I'd hate to overlook uh, anything like that because it didn't smell like me or look like me. Mm-hmm. So what if the thing that's going to, what <clears throat> if the word that could be preached that could lead thousands mm-hmm. came wrapped in your church as somebody who didn't look like anybody else in your church, but you didn't, embr- you know, when you open that door, and yeah. that's what I'm talking about, the next generations, when that door is open, I think they'll flood into that instead of pulling away uh, because they see that, man, I have real purpose on my life. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's going to be tackled, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I'm trying to do now. We're trying to create that. Mm-hmm. We're trying to create that thing of a, a wide open door. Yeah. This has come off. You know, and and see what you were created for. I think too that comes with uh, the culture you created in your church. Because when the when a person walks in the first time, they don't necessarily come straight to you. 
they're greeted by people, they see other people, mm-hmm. and how are those people treating mm-hmm. them? Um, mm-hmm. Is it like a closed mind, like, oh, they don't look like us, don't come talk to me, or is it a, our pastors showed us spiritually that we love everybody, We and are we greeting that person, loving that person, they walk in, or is it kind of like, go sit there by yourself? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. you do a good job at your church, as far as, I think, as far as the way you pastor the people to, hey, everybody, whoever comes to that door is welcome here. They don't have to look yeah. like us, they don't have to look a certain way. Um, and so if I would say if you if you're out of church right now because um, I have a, a friend that he told me recently we're talking about church and uh, he said that he doesn't go anymore because when he was a younger kid um, everybody that he came in touch with his family at church was just mean to him yeah uh, outside the church and they go mm-hmm. to church people kind of look down and funny or rude to him uh, and so it hurts me as far as I know not all church people are like that but just oh, yeah. how one or two people ruined the idea and he ain't been in years because of yeah. that and I don't know if he'll ever step foot back in the church again. I've, I've, man, I've, I've seen that same thing. I've seen things where uh, people, are, because they have a gifting, are put into positions in churches, mm-hmm. and they but when and they get used in the church. Mm-hmm. But then when they go home, everything's falling apart, and the kids see that and they say, "I don't want to be part of that." Yeah. That's one of the declines in the generations to come. Is the fact that people are allowed to do things without accountability and structure in their life that says, I care more about your marriage and I care more about you than I do you doing this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm more concerned with yeah. your life than I am. It's like the, let's just go back to the gifts. The gift, I'm more concerned about you having the fruit of the Spirit than I am the gift of the Spirit. You know, before you start functioning your gifting, mm-hmm. I want to, I want the fruit of the Spirit of which God's characteristics to be in you, which is love, joy, peace, you know, those things. Yeah. Uh, you know, just because you're gifted to speak, but you go home and think about yeah. hurt, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> hurting yourself, and yeah. that happens. It's like people will say, well, you're going to be okay. Just keep using your gift because your gift is making us look good. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not with that. Yeah. I'm more concerned about mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I was, like if you if you're hesitant about going back to church and you're in this area, I feel like this would be a great church to go to. If you just want to feel comfortable and not uh, judged when you walked in, don't feel like you have to dress fancy and all that stuff. Yeah. Very laid back. Um, there was one camera. Very laid back. <laughs> um, but thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, awesome, man. I enjoyed it. So fun. Uh, fun fact so about fun. Mark: he can be in a room with his kids and whistle, and they'll come running. They never <laughs> like do they room. still do that? Large still room. from man. So how do you, you just do that as a, when they're little? And my kids, yeah. So it's a communication thing. Just so like they would be swimming, and there'd be twenty <clears> people in the pool, and he goes, you know, real loud. And, they, and my kids raise their hand, <laughs> so I can go one, two, three. My kids are safe; they're not drowning. Yeah. And while the rest mm-hmm. of them. <laughs> <laughs> first time, first time I met Mark at church, his kids were literally all over the church, and he whistled. He said, "Watch this!" And all three of them came running. Um, yeah. It's a away. pretty big size building. Yeah, man, we can do it across football fields, everything, That's man. Ridiculous. Even now, as they grown, they've grown older. They don't have to come yeah. as fast. They just look at me, and I let them know. Like so, Preston does our our sound, mm-hmm. and I can be in church service. We'll be worshiping or something. You know, church service going on. I go whistle like it, and Preston looks at his phone because I've texted. And he knows the check. And he knows the check. You know, and it's just a communication thing. And we just and but you know, as they've grown older too, they do the same thing to me. Mm-hmm. We'll be somewhere. I've had my kids look at me, and they whistle and look at me, and I go, "I'm like, what is this? I'm not comfortable. I'm leave. We leave." Mm. You know, it's it's about being cut there. Yeah. That's my kids. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, Man. I love it. Um, thanks for coming on. These will yeah. be up on YouTube and on our Facebook. And so, yeah. We'll tag you and all that. And let the people hear it. That's some stuff they need to hear. Awesome, awesome. Thanks. Sure. That's it. That's it. We out. We'll see y'all later. See you.